When American farmers warn about coming food shortages, we better pay attention. They're saying that they're not going to be able to grow enough food this year because of an off-the-charts fertilizer shortage. That means you need to stockpile emergency food if you don't have some. Get the recommended minimum of three months' worth per person for your family. Right now, you can save $150 off a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's largest preparedness company, proudly offering Ready Hour brand products because they are the very best. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com and get $150 savings on their three-month emergency food kit. This kit provides breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and even snacks, totaling over 2,000 calories a day. You won't go hungry when you have this food. So go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com and save $150 on your three-month food kit. That's preparewiththinkaboutit.com. Don't let your family suffer. Act now while there's still time. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com. Thierry on Twitter wrote that everyone who touches Zelensky resigns, which is interesting. After failing the UK at every opportunity to serve globalist interests, Boris Johnson resigns as prime minister, to which the Russian Kremlin expressed good riddance. Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi, who helped deliver Italian weapons to Ukraine and rallied support for Ukraine's entry into the EU, announced his resignation. Last month, Estonian Prime Minister Kaja Kallas expelled the populist center-left center party claiming that she needed to form a new government to support Ukraine in their war against Russia. And on Thursday, Kalas officially resigned as a formality to form a new government, which she has already reached a consensus between the center-right Reform Party, the Social Democrats, and the conservative Fatherland Party to form a new three-party government to support Ukraine. And Sri Lanka's president, Godabaya Rajapaksa, who supported the Ukraine despite sanctions crippling his own nation, emailed in his resignation after fleeing the country. Beyond resignations and beyond meet and greets with Ukraine's puppet president Zelensky, we have also just seen the assassination of popular anti-globalist leader Shinzo Abe, and the dramatic loss of confidence expressed by the people towards Macron, Trudeau, and Biden. What is happening here? On Celia Farber's The Truth Barrier, Catherine Austin Fitz explains that we are seeing a clean-out or political castration of leaders. Draghi, Johnson, Biden, Macron, Abe. Their political capital is exhausted and or they will not push the next wave aggressively. Mr. Global is looking to bring in a whole new round of fresh, meaner leadership. The next wave is total collapse. And it's not easy to find people willing to be the fall guy for the destruction of a nation. It takes a special type of person, which might explain why California Governor Gavin Newsom visited the White House right after Joe Biden was shuffled off to Israel to mumble about the Holocaust. Biden is even unsettling to the stupid, and this entire operation requires stupidity. 
so things are going to keep getting stranger. But it probably won't last much longer, because the global financial reset is now imminent. Sri Lanka was just the beginning, and it looks like South Africa could be next, followed by everyone. The fiat fractional reserve banking scheme has been robbing the people blind for decades. But eventually, all the money runs out. And the financial pundits are all saying it's this year. The dollar has just reached parity with the euro. And fudging the numbers will no longer work. They have only one solution left, and that's war. War has often been used to save failing fiat currencies. And having no other options, the psychotic bureaucrats in charge will go to war with Russia, which will only hasten the financial collapse of the West. If it comes to World War III, then it will be the final death blow, making way for a new system. Which means that unless you're holding on to real money, you will soon be broke. Because all that paper in our wallets and numbers on our screens is going to soon be worthless. When I read the bill, I felt like I got plugged into 10 trillion volts of electricity. No congressional oversight of what the military does. Biden handed electoral powers for domestic military operations, period. And then it talks about rooting out the military and extremists and then interfacing with civilian organizations and working with them. It is a literal declaration of war where they make Biden a dictator and then they declare all of us enemy combatants to come after us. Can you imagine that job for the military and the police? I mean, just on that level, it's a suicide mission. We've got a Hail Mary moonshot to stop them now if people really get serious and cut out all the clutter and get this. We can still stop this. The bill was introduced about five days ago. It didn't hit the news until Friday. I covered the news articles about the legislation, but I hadn't read the legislation until this weekend. And knowing what I know about the globalist, the police state, the design collapse, and then going and, and reading the legislation itself, it's 100% cut and dry. No ifs, ands, or buts, what it is. I'm going to lay out, hands down, the most powerful, dangerous, horrible information we have ever covered in 28 years. This is five times worse than anything we've ever covered. And if they are able to execute it, it is a thousand times worse than anything we've ever covered. It is HR 4350. Now, woo! In the past, I would read a bill like this, but instead I read the news headlines about it. And they were bad enough, and I, I said what it was, but I hadn't read the bill until a crew member said, hey, you better read this. Ladies and gentlemen, it's completely out in the open. They don't cover anything up. And what's key is they've already implemented this. They know that there's oversight hearings coming, so they want a legislation that it can't be looked at. So everybody knows, or at least you know history, you know, that Hitler was elected. They have a lower and an upper house. They, they have two you know, parliaments, lower and upper parliament. You have the president and you have the chancellor. Hitler was elected the president in 1933. And a few months later, he firebombed the Capitol building and blamed it on his political enemies. And then 
the government passed dictatorial power to him. So Hitler was elected, but after the Reichstag fire on April 27th, 1933, he was given dictatorial power and became a dictator. Now, I want to explain something. This is 100% cut and dry. They admit it. It's all here. The Democrat leadership, and they have the votes in the House and Senate, has introduced a bill to make Joe Biden a dictator or whoever else the president is. And you're like, okay, well, that's bad enough. We covered that Friday. No oversight. The president runs the military for domestic operations. Unbelievably illegal. Violates posse comitatus, you name it. This is what takes over all the third world countries. Ladies and gentlemen, it's any president. They're going to kill Biden or he's going to die in his sleep. They're going to kill him. And they're going to put Gavin Newsom in. That's, that's the word, under Pelosi's control. And you ignore this at your peril. This is 100%. And I feel a great weight lifted off of me because I knew this was coming, and I fought it as hard as I could. And we had a former NFL running back on who, running for Congress, we talked about Vince Lombardi and leaving it all on the field. Baby, I've left it all on the field. I've done everything I could to stop this, and I feel terrible about it, but you're not going to need Alex Jones to tell you any more about anything. I mean, you already think stuff's bad. They couldn't forcibly inoculate you. They're going to make Joe Biden a dictator. They're going to implode the economy. They're going to do new lockdowns in the fall. And then bigger than Dallas either right before the midterms or during the general election, they're going to blow his head off or truck bomb his ass and blame yours truly and Trump. Guaranteed. Now, I'm not going to get on an airplane and run to some other country. I pledge to stay here and go down with a ship. But I'm now on a suicide mission. Not that I'm going to be violent, but it's like Obi-Wan Kenobi with Darth Vader at this point. They're going to take us out. But you've got to escape on the Millennium Falcon back to base and come back and take out the Death Star. And I'm just telling you that right now, folks. You're going to see it all unfold. Just like I told you Trump would announce in July, he announced last week that he's going to run. I don't make stuff up. I'm rarely wrong. There's no debate now. I don't need to have my opinions about this. When you know what's in the legislation, and you know the groups and the backstory, and the organization, when I read the bill... I felt like I got plugged into 10 trillion volts of electricity. I mean, it's total martial law. And they say they're going to target Trump voters and conservatives and quote right-wingers. And it is a literal declaration of war where they make Biden a dictator and then they declare all of us enemy combatants and come after us. Can you imagine that job for the military and the police? I mean, just on that level, it's a suicide mission. This is the end of America and the end of the world as we know it. Governments are collapsing everywhere. Food is basically non-existent in many countries. There's no going back now. There's no reversing it. Let me just give you a little news flash. I said three years ago or two and a half years ago, I said, when the UN comes out and says food shortages and, and, and look out that they'd be running their operation. They've done that now. 
And I'm going to try to comport myself as best I can and just come back and go through this one point after another. But everyone watching on a local TV station or listening on a local radio station or watching at Infowars.com forward slash show or band out video or wherever you do it, you better take the live link of this show. And you better, once it's archived tonight, take clips out of it. And you better share it everywhere because there's a way to stop this. But first, I'm going to tell you what they've already done and what they're about to do and their own admissions in black and white and then how we stop them. But there's not much time. We've got a Hail Mary moonshot to stop them now if people really get serious and cut out all the clutter and get this. We can still stop this. It's a death sentence for me if this happens. It's a death sentence for the police officers and military and the FBI. I don't want to be in a war with you. I'm not going to be in a war with you. Not because I'm a coward, because I realize it's to bring the country down and have us all kill each other. But you will be destroyed. The people carrying this out will be destroyed. You're the detonator to bring down America. They've got the left ready and spoiling for a war with America and American gun owners and American veterans. And I'm just telling everybody right now because they'll kill me or whatever and then say I'm you know, some you know, 3D, you know, uh, deep fake Jones is commanding the rebel forces. None of that's true. And I've already seen every angle of this. And now it's crystal clear. I've got their whole battle plan and I know how to beat them. So this could be one of our last broadcasts, folks. I'm telling you, any day now, it's getting shut down. I felt it in my spirit. I've known it. It's, it, we fought as hard as we could, and I appreciate the crew, but it's all over now. Unless there is a giant, complete awakening by governors and legislatures and others, and just a total in the streets peacefully saying no to Biden being a dictator. And Biden doesn't even know who he is. They're going to kill him, and they're going to put Newsom in. It's already been set up. It's it, it, They stole the election. That's the first part of the coup. The second part of the coup that's permanent is about to go down. And of course, Trump doesn't even know what's going on. He's a good guy overall, but he has no idea. And they're, oh, by the way, they're going to kill Trump too. They're, they're going to kill him 100%. So when they kill Biden, they'll also kill Trump. It happened in ancient Rome. It happened in Russia. It happened in Nazi Germany. It happened in China and Venezuela and hundreds of other countries. And now it's happening in the USA. Martial law, red alert. Democrat leadership introduces bill to give Biden the powers of a dictator and use the military against, quote, right wing with no congressional oversight. And it specifically says it's run by the Southern Poverty Law Center, the Democratic Party, and the ADL. Wow. I have the bill. I'm going to read it to you. I have the articles. I have the congressional clips. It's unbelievable. And we have the whole backstory on it. And I've researched every facet of this. And I'm not just saying that to say, oh, I'm smart. This is what we do. And again, Friday, oh, the bill's introduced to have no congressional oversight under domestic operations, and Congress gives power to the president. That's the end of posse comitatus. That's dictatorial powers. That's martial law. But I didn't read the bill because I was so distracted and busy. I read the bill. It's a very long bill. read parts of it. And it just cut and dry in the first few pages. Says... Congress will no longer be over military operations inside CONUS, continental United States. And the these organizations, and it lists governmental and non-governmental organizations, will run the military, and they will have the oversight, and Congress will give it to the Democrat Party and its 
organizations. I mean, I'm going to read the bill in a moment to you, the sections. I mean, this is unbelievable. And when I saw this, I said, this can't be right. We went to the congressional website. I had them, it's on the congressional website, and it's the leadership sponsoring it. And what's key here is they've already been doing this for a year and a half. We already have the pieces of it. Now they know there's oversight and mainline Pentagon watchdog groups are really concerned and senators are concerned and House members, we have video of that we're going to play next segment. And they're saying to Millie, so you really took over the government the last month of Trump because they did. And so what we've had is a military dictatorship run by the globalists take over. Then we had to purge the military with the injections and critical race theory and transgenderism. And it's all here. We had the takeover. We had the operation. We had the purge. And now they say that the main war footing of the U.S. military is not the Russians or the Iranians or the Chinese or the Mexican mafia or MS-13 or human smugglers, it says that Congress is giving up its power of oversight and the purse and giving it to the president. And then I thought, well, that's going to be used against us. And I read the bill, and it says it's for us. Cut and dry, no debate, in your face while a worldwide collapse goes on, while world leaders are assassinated, while borders collapse, while currencies implode, they're, they're not going to do it. They've already done it. And now finally a few senators and House members are like, what's going on? And we now know the military and the FBI had thousands of military and FBI in plain clothes with weapons on January 6th, breaking into the Capitol. And that's their Reichstag. They intended to have people kidnap members of Congress, the rest of it, but it didn't go off the way they wanted. They intended to have people blow up the Capitol building. You remember the pipe bombs and the rest of it, but it didn't get carried out because the intel we have is a lot of people in the federal government. The federal government's not our enemy. It's been hijacked and run. Like the Germans weren't the enemy in World War II. Hitler was in control. He told them to do it. Sure, they shouldn't have followed orders. But we know that the military... And the police don't want to do this. That's why they're like, oh, you're not going to do it? We're going to purge you. Or, oh, you're cops? We're going to defund you. But it doesn't matter because they've got the media. They've got the courts. They've got the House, the Senate, and the presidency through fraud. And they're not going to let us take the country back from them without staging massive false flags as the pretext for this to happen. And I believe the main false flag will be the assassination of Biden, which I'm totally against happening. And they've got Governor Newsom ready to come in with Pelosi and all of them behind it. So, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, there's almost no news coverage of this, but the House and Senate in hearings are talking about it. That's next segment. But they're only hitting part of it. So, General Milley, you ignored the president for a month, and you were basically acting president. And their answer is a bill saying, hey, well, now that we have the president, we're outside of Congress, and the president can do whatever he wants. And then the president becomes a puppet they control through this dictatorship. We have lived to see it, ladies and gentlemen. We are now here. What is incredible is we're like the frog in the boiling pot. It's incrementally turned up. We boil. I know all about this. I knew they were planning this under Clinton and others. Didn't have the balls to launch it. Obama wanted to do it too. And then I'm so close to the problem. Made four police state films about the impending martial law plan, all of it. And now we're in it. 
This bill was introduced five days ago, and I just now discovered it and covering it. Imagine how much that freaks me out. I'm begging you for myself and my family and you and your family and all of us to go read the bill and to take the archive of this live show and share it and take clips out and get it out there because this is a life and death situation. And I'm telling members of Congress and legislatures and governors, if you don't come out against this now, when the border has already been collapsed by design, that's martial law. When we're being surveilled and censored and attacked and we're being told domestic terrorist Republicans are the number one terror threat and the Democrats want to outlaw the Republican Party, and the headlines are, oh, Schiff wants to block some oversight of some military operations in America. And then you read the bill and it says we, are, we have centers and organizations that will advise us run with the Democratic Party, the Southern Poverty Law Center, and the ADL that are declaring domestic enemies and the military with no oversight, and the CIA and air, land, and sea, and all five branches of the military are preparing for war with the American people you know they're going to trigger the pretext for that operation. Just like they did 600 years ago with Henry IV, staging false flags in England to get him to go to war with France. It's all repeating. Hitler and the Reichstag. So many other events. But this is domestically against the American people with the backdrop of the worldwide collapse and the inflation and the doddering idiot president and then he gets assassinated or he dies in his sleep and in comes the savior. And that savior is given dictatorial power handed by Congress. Here, we're no longer in charge and no one can oversight you and we're like, I bet that'll be against the American people. And I'm like, let me read the bill. Oh, it is. It says the enemy isn't the Chicoms, isn't the Cubans, the communists. No, it's us. We have lived to see it. I'm going to go through it all in detail, word for word, when we come back. Biggest development ever in American history. This is, they are, they are trying to normalize and legalize the dictatorship they're already putting in place. God help us. So, I've lived to see it, you've lived to see it. It's already going on behind the scenes. They're just trying to legalize it after they've already done it. But anything that violates our rights or basic freedoms under the 10th Amendment is null and void. Legislation has been added to the new spending bill five days ago by Schiff, gotten no attention until over the weekend. The Democratic Party is backing this amendment. They control the House and Senate to say no oversight over the U.S. military in domestic operations, but more importantly, only the president is in charge of the military. So that's martial law. That's dictatorial powers right there. Then you're like, oh, but I bet the bill doesn't admit they're going to do that. And then you read the bill, and it says all of that and more. The military-industrial complex the President Eisenhower warned us about in his farewell speech in 1961 is now happening. They know they stole the election. They know they usurped power from Trump. They know they had elements of the military and the FBI helped break in the building and command the groups that went in on January 6th, their Reichstag event that didn't go as bad as they hoped. So they had pre-written speeches saying it was worse than Pearl Harbor and worse than September 11th. And now they've introduced legislation added to the main spending bill 
that looks like it's going to pass to give Biden dictatorial power, but it shows they've already done it. Martial law, red alert, Democrat leadership introduces bill to give Biden the powers of a dictator and use military against, quote, right wing with no congressional oversight and no laws. And I've got the bill amendment right here. This is the amendment added five days ago to H.R. 4350, H.R. 4350, I am just speechless at this point. And you see the headlines about it on Friday. Schiff seeks rule that would block oversight of some military operations. Washington Times. They're panicked. Adam Schiff moves to disrupt future investigations. U.S. military involvement January 6th. Can't we punt it, but they're just looking at that. Pentagon watchdogs calling General Mark Milley to answer for allegations he usurped President Trump after January 6th, and there's currently a military dictatorship. That's senators asking him about it. That's coming up. Tucker Carlson talks about the New York Times defending Ray Epps running around saying, go in the Capitol. But everyone is eating around the edges of H.R. 4350. We're not going to do that. We're going to show you what this amendment says. And it says the president, read this for yourself, will have the sole power over the military domestically. And Congress will have no oversight. And it says section 529A, this is absolutely key. Section 529A, countering extremism in the armed forces. So a purge of the military of anybody that supports populism or America. Part two of subtitle A10, United States Code, is meant by adding at the end of the following new chapter, chapter 89. Then you got to go to the chapters. We did that. And as an office of countering extremism that's advised by the Democratic Party and a consortium of NGOs, training and education. Then it goes on to say, not just for the military, but for the American people. But if you're going to have a martial law takeover, see, you got to first get your military in line like Hitler did in 1933 after the Reichstag fire with an oath to do what he says. There is an office of countering extremism in this section referred to as the office with the office of the Undersecretary of Defense for personnel and readiness, but then that ties in the previous legislation and regulations to the American people. Number two, the office shall be headed by the director of counter-extremism in the chapter referred to as the director for domestic operations with no congressional oversight, who shall be appointed by the Secretary of Defense in consultation with the Secretary of Homeland Security and report directly to the Undersecretary of Defense for personnel and readiness for the Secretary. Be responsible for a policy of countering extremism within the armed forces. But again, you type the code, it says for America with the military over it, for domestic operations. In coordination with the secretaries of the military departments, develop and implement programs, resources, and activities to counter extremism within the armed forces. They keep saying that, but in the code, it says America. Number three, establish policies to ensure adequate Protection, transparency, the process, and availability of resources for individuals who report incidents of extremism, their operatives. Facilitate and coordinate with the Secretary of the Military Department, law enforcement organizations, security organizations, the CIA domestically, and insider threat programs. Engage, interact with, and solicit recommendations from outside experts on extremism. You read the subsection of ADL, Southern Private Law Center. The Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security, 
And it goes on to say that the main mission will be identifying and going after including civilians. See right there? Line 20, civilians. But when you read the code, not just the military. They've told you their main operation is the American people. What considers an extremist insider threat? Risk posed by extremist insider threats. How identified? It goes on and on and on and on. Media literacy training, brainwashing, whistleblower protections against patriots. And it goes on to talk about commissioning officers that are trained in extremism. And it goes on and on. We've got larger sections of the bill right here where when women get raped, there's no due process. It all gets covered up. You want to read chapter 89, Countering Extremism. And you see the FBI saying the main threats, American gun owners and conservatives. And what? The what? The cities, the school boards with the SJW transgenderism, boys raping girls in back bathrooms, critical race theory. See? And the Office of Countering and Extremism interfacing with the other offices of countering extremism in the civilian departments for domestic operations outside of congressional authority. Extremist insider threat training. Literal domestic purging operations. But the key is no congressional oversight. Establish and maintain a database on extremist activities in the armed forces. Ensure the data collected across the military departments in uniform and maximum extent practicable. And then it gets in to letting women be raped and have no due process inside the military. It is just lawlessness writ large. Section 529D, distribution of information on availability of civilian victim services. So the big takeaway is no congressional oversight of what the military does. Biden handed electoral powers for domestic military operations, period. And then it talks about rooting out the military and extremists and then interfacing with civilian organizations and working with them. Now, they've already done all this. Now they're simply covering their ass and rolling it all out. We'll play some clips from congressional hearings on this that's getting almost no coverage. But you add the worldwide collapse, you add all the hype, you add the Civil War talk, you add the January 6th committee hearings, you add all the political prisoners, you see that's a beta test to then expand this whole operation across the board. And there's, I got a stack of news here talking about forced lockdowns and forced inoculations and forced masking coming back in the fall. And it's officially being announced by the Democratic Party, H.R. 4350. We're going to come back and play those clips I talked about and more. But rather than just sit here and tell you what they're doing, next hour I'm going to talk about how we legally and lawfully counter this multinational WEF Bilderberg coup through the Democratic Party, the bureaucracy, and the Republican collaborators. Stay with us, ladies and gentlemen. There are a lot of moving parts to this. Welcome back to the Sunday Emergency Broadcast. The Alex Jones Show. I'm your host, Alex Jones. Obama, before he left office, put a bunch of executive orders into place and had tagged on to the Defense Authorization Act of 2017 because they fund that in 2016. And in December, they said countering domestic extremism, firearm propaganda, a bunch of different pieces of subsections in. And those were big. 
and they put in digital martial law, surveillance, censorship, and Trump was in, didn't know about all that, didn't understand it, like this new tape release that they confirms real of Joe Biden when he was leaving office at the same time in late 2016 telling the Ukrainian president, Poroshenko, we don't want Trump to see the IMF agreements we have. He'll find out we stole a bunch of money. If you physically want to be safe and your country doesn't want to be invaded, you better do exactly as we say and pay off the IMF loans and shut it down so Trump doesn't look at it. Because if he figures it out, it's over. I'll play the tape next hour. It's all over the news. Well, not all over the news. It's on OAN in places being censored. It's on Infowars.com. Biden threatens ex-Ukrainian President Poroshenko when he was in office. With assassination, if he cooperated with Trump, leaked audio reveals. It's before he had his stroke, a little bit after that. And you hear the bully, the, the gangster, the thug, the pedophile, threatening him. And of course, he rolled over. It's like he said on C-SPAN. I told that prosecutor, you don't stop your investigation. If he's not fired of me and my son, you won't get a billion dollars. The son of a bitch, he was let go six hours later. They brag on TV to all of us about what they're doing. So here, here's the different pieces. This has already been going on. They have a purge the military. They have the military on January 6th. They have the military spying on the American people. That's all admitted. It's all illegal. And other agencies, the CIA, NSA, you name it. And this just legalizes. It's like little sublines. And other agencies and all other agencies in domestic operations. So Congress has no oversight over the Pentagon and all other intelligence agencies. And then it has a link to a subsection that describes what that means. 16 agencies, no oversight. A true dictatorship of those that run our military and run the intelligence agencies. And then a bunch of stuff to confuse it and make it look like it's just to purge the military and, and, and no due process in Congress over what happens to the military. That's bad enough. And, and Biden being given control over oversight or whoever the president is. I would not support Trump having these powers. I would not support anybody having these powers. I mean, this is cut and dry, classical tyranny. So you've got that it's already in place. Now they know people are finding out about it. It's coming out about Ray Epps and all of it. So they're, 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 they're trying to retroactively legalize it. Then there's the issue of what's the timing and how are they going to try to implement the full rollout of this publicly, which they're starting. Dollar collapse, saying the Russians hacked the energy grid. I mean... You see them pre-programming all of that. A, a new virus outbreak. The collapse of local cities, which they've already been engineering. The defunding of police. You can see them bringing in the crime and the tyranny and the martial law that's already in place to then officially announce it. And then there's the 60 quadrillion question. How do we stop this peacefully? Because I've got clips on MSNBC and ABC and NBC and CNN this weekend that I've got in the list I intend to play, but... Times Precious saying, we're going to have a war with the right-wingers. All Republicans are terrorists. They want to kill us. We got to kill them. I've got MSNBC clips saying, we're going to war with the American people, and it's going to happen. Those are the useful idiots that have no idea what that's going to look like. It's going to chew up the military, chew up police, destroy all the feds, and then the country will fully collapse, and they'll bring in the U.N., Everything the Clintons planned, everything Obama fantasized about, about a domestic security force just as big and just as strong as their military, all the things they've been trying to get lined up that you see in Canada with martial law and you see in Germany and you see all over the place in Australia, they're bringing it here because they know you're awake. They know you're aware of them. 
But because it's so outrageous to try to put it in martial law, it's so outrageous to make the president a dictator, it's so outrageous to say no congressional oversight of the military of its domestic, they're giving war powers to the president to wage war against the American people. So what's the timeline on that, and how would they pull that off? That's a big issue. That's the number two issue. We know they're doing it. That's the third issue. The second biggest issue is what's the timeline, how would they pull that off? But the number one issue is how do we get the Joe Rogans, who I never even call him about politics, and and, and Tucker Carlson and all these other people, but I can't do it all, and I'm going to make the phone calls. I need you to burn up local talk radio lines and Congress and everything, and they'll try to push you off and say, we don't know what you're talking about, but major Pentagon watchdog groups that are mainline are saying, this is dictatorial. This is the military ruling the U.S. This was already done in the last month of Trump when almost all of his administration resigned and left. And it turns out General Milley and the Democrats were already running stuff and refused this 10,000 National Guard at the Capitol and the Ellipse and provocateured it. They planned it on being 100 times worse, 1,000 times worse, but it wasn't. But they're still going with Reichstag 2.0. So I, I mentioned some of these clips. Let's just start going to them. Uh, here is... Jim Banks in Congress demands General Mark Milley verify or refute secretly seizing presidential military power, which Milley told CNN he took control of the military on January 6th. Well, Trump didn't try to call him out, but Milley told the damn news that. Here it is. Without objection, the gentleman's recognized for one minute. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Our, command, our Constitution is clear. The president is the commander-in-chief. Sidestepping the president and violating the, the chain of command is a grave crime. According to Bob Woodward's book, Peril, General Mark Milley directed senior military officials not to follow the president's orders unless General Milley approved them first. When I asked General Milley about Peril at an armed services hearing, he claimed he hadn't read it. So Senator Chuck Grassley and I sent a letter to General Milley asking him to verify or refute the book's claims. He hasn't responded. So I am calling on General Milley to set the record straight. General Milley is accused of secretly seizing the president's military powers. That is the most serious crime. If he is innocent, he has a duty to say so. Thank you. I yield back. Okay, now that's him talking about it. We have Grassley actually interrogating uh, Millie, but that's that's 10 minutes long, or 10 minutes, 29 seconds long. Grassley is really in control of the military and General Mark Milley. But, but, but the issue here is, you're like, well, wait a minute. They were trying to take power from the president. Well, now because they control the president, they're trying to give dictatorial power to the president and trying to retroactively set all this up. So it's hitting the news. It's, it, it's, it's coming out, but the point is, they're trying to have a soft coup right now ahead of the collapse, the new lockdowns, all of it. We're going to cover it. Uh, there's a lot of pieces to this. They were already, after Trump got into office, they left stay-behind networks or the bureaucracy in the deep state to not follow what Trump said and undermine things. And we chose the legislation, how they did it. I got memos to Trump, warned him. It's why they went crazy in 2017, came after me because I was talking to Trump on a routine basis. He had good people around him. We were getting, I had law firms writing him breakdowns of how Obama kept people behind, how they stayed in the government. Um, you know, they indicted Flynn trying to stop it. 
So as an American citizen, I was doing everything I could, having a connection to the POTUS, to do that. And I don't bring that up to insert myself in the story. I'm just saying we knew this was there. So this was going on. And then that group stayed in power. Trump got some of his people in, but the last few months, almost everybody resigned under threats or looking for new jobs. Even if they were, quote, conservative, most of them were opportunists looking for their next job. That's how the average person works. And so by the, by the last month of Trump's administration, he was down like four or five aides. And the few lawyers and people that were there were globalists, other than like Rudolph Giuliani uh, and Flynn coming there and a few others. And so they maneuvered January 6th. They had the military stand down that Trump asked for. They staged that hoping it would be much worse. And so now since then, right when Biden got in through fraud in late January, I took a break right after the inauguration. I said, I'm going to take my family skiing in Utah at Park City. I did shows there live. And we covered the press conferences with Jen Psaki and the rest of them saying, we're going to wage war against domestic extremists. They're the number one threat. And there's going to be a big civil war with Trump supporters. And I said, wow, that's incredible. And then they started putting out in, 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 in June of the next year that the main threat's white people and conservatives and gun owners is going to be a civil war. You see it everywhere. You don't need me to remind you of it. I'm like, wow, they're really planning this. They know they stole the election. They're going to try something before the midterms. And that was a year and a half ago. Now we're 114 days out. And then Congress starts going, hey, Milley told CNN he took control of the government last month and ignored Trump and told the military not follow the president's orders. And so Senator Grassley's talking about it. Others are talking about it. And then Adam Schiff in the omnibus spending bill that we covered last hour, I'll give you the number, five days ago, it's no coverage till Friday. I don't even know about it. I finally look at the bill, H.R. 4350, and it says the president is in command of the military domestically. They got to declare war or declare a military operation overseas through Congress. But domestically, that's even harder to do. That had happened since Abraham Lincoln against the American people. Sure, a tornado, a hurricane, a flood, a whatever. But not, not, those are specific missions that the president can do, but not outside of Congress in the funding. That's already funded for emergencies. So this is officially them hiding in plain view of the dictatorship, turning Biden into a dictator, and saying he's in command of the military for domestic operations. I saw that Friday. I read the article. said, this is terrible. It's going to be pointed to the American people. But I got busy because I was literally trying to raise funds for eight hours Friday. I was on air three hours for eight hours. I was just trying to keep it force in the air. They've distracted me with all this stuff. I finally looked at the bill. And I have never been so blown away. So now we move into the most important point. What are you going to do? What am I going to do? Because believe me, tomorrow's weekday show, I'm hosting the fourth hour. Salente's a great guy. We're pushing him. I'm doing the whole four hours. We're going to be taking calls from police and military. We're going to make this the central issue because we knew this was being prepared by Clinton and Obama and others. We know even under Reagan, without his knowledge, George Herbert Walker Bush had Rex 84 in a plan for this. Back then, that was a huge scandal. But because it was right-wingers, the left thought, it was a top story and it got killed. wasn't really right-wingers. It was a leftist, globalist, WEF, Bilderberg coup through Herbert Walker Bush. But we've got to expose this. We've got to make this the big issue. We've got to break our backs. 
and break our necks getting this out. I mean, when I get off air today, I'm calling Joe Rogan and I'm telling him because I never tell him about politics or try to make him do stuff because he's pig-headed and I've been known him 25 years. But I'm going to tell him, this is make it or break it. You're going to look at these documents and you're going to respond to this. And I'm going to call Tucker Carlson and I'm going to call members of Congress. I got their numbers. I'm going to be up till midnight. You better bet your bottom shilling, your bottom kroner, your bottom dollar, your bottom ruble. You better bet your ass that I know this is it. We have the history. We have the legislation. We have the fact that it's already in place. They're trying to retroactively legalize it. And then we have the question, how do we stop it? I've calculated every possible outcome of this. And in about 90% of the outcomes, we win. And those are all probable. But it's going to be hell on the way. Just like Churchill told people to start World War II. He said, listen, I ain't here to tell you this is going to be easy, but we're not rolling over and we're going to win. And it's going to be hard. But I want to keep on winning. And I think and I know my best work is about to be done. So I'm asking you now to pray to God for a global awakening. And I'm asking you now to use your will against these people and to peacefully speak out against them and to have this information go everywhere. They know they've already lost. They want to blow stuff up before they leave. How do we stop them? How do we expose this? And it's already happening. This is toe-to-toe -to -toe with Satan.